whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Are you going to clap to show the edit point that's irrelevant for this right now? Oh my God. My friend Kate makes so much fun of me because every time I do a self tape between every take, I go with my script. It's the aggressiveness of your clap. You're like, I got to get it done. You look like Josh Dubose at a concert. You're like, "Ah." I love, I love me some Kelly Claxon. That you guys can finally see my Josh face. For the people listening, we have over the years, we make fun of lovingly because we adore our friend Josh Mm Dubez, but he really does sound like this. I mean, exactly, exactly like this. And I always close one eye. I don't know why. He's not a weird (laughs) drunk man. He's He's not not Robin Williams as Popeye. Okay, we have to do this properly. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And And we are here to rant and rave. rave. Look at how crazy. So we've had some listeners who have started seeing little snippets of our video. Uh If you're, if you're new to listening to us, you're like, what are these crazy women talking about? (laughs) Um, Get on the social media and you'll see us. You'll see us. So I have this little like virtual background. Jessica's got a blurred one. It is my (laughs) real house, but Uh, I am in an undisclosed location in a bunker. (laughs) what are you hiding from jess we're in la i know i know well how was your week i talk to you literally every day so i know (laughs) uh my week was pretty good um you know what i hate when things come too early as far as holidays i think we've talked about that before but y'all in the world of retail which is one of the things i do in life for work you gots to be ahead of the times so I didn't want to because it's what, March 8th, 9th right now? Day is it? March yeah. 9th. Easter and Passover are not until mid late April. April. Easter is April 17th this year. Well, everything's already out at all the stores. So yeah. I went hog wild and bought a ton of stuff for one of my clients to make Easter baskets, which is super fun and cute but I can't believe I had to do it six weeks ahead of time. But I realized I'm like, if I don't get this stuff right now, in two weeks, it's going to be gone. So I I should have seen people looking at me, but I had a cart that was overflowing. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, you're just going to have to wait or go in another line. Well, I started doing that this year. I'm not usually, I'm usually the last minute girl, but like for Valentine's and stuff. Did I give you your Valentine gift? Yes. Okay, It was amazing. I did all that early because I saw it all flying off the shelves. I think we're all just so, we're looking for anything to celebrate. The world has just been so crazy. Everyone's like, let's please get to it as quick as possible. Anything happy, give it to me. I agree. Yeah. Well, that's nice. I have not had an exciting week, so we can just skip me. 
Like literally just nothing good, nothing bad. There we go. I exist. You know what? Sometimes that's great. And I'm serious. That's why I told my dad. My dad called me yesterday and we actually didn't talk for too long because I said, I honestly don't have anything to tell you, dad. And I feel horrible. He goes, nah, I don't either. Like, <laughs> you know what? Sometimes it really is refreshing because then you realize Oh, again, at least something bad happened. That's what I said. I said, Dad, sometimes no news is good news. Yes. Every day (laughs) is not going to be fireworks and cotton candy as much as I sometimes wish it was. I know. Cotton candy was invented by a dentist. Did you know that? What? I don't know why I just blurted that out. Sometimes I'm kind of fascinated. I I score random facts in my head. (laughs) I love it. I was going to say maybe because it's soft and won't break your teeth. And then I'm like, no, that sugar just melts and oozes over a film over I think it was just job security. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, well, uh, now that we've switched to using non-gold fillings, I don't need this tumbler. Wait a minute. (laughs) Well, now that that I've... Sugar? completely derailed us um i don't know why i was like actually this leads into my rant so perfectly because my rant today is about myself i'm just gonna forewarn you great (laughs) but maybe someone will be able to relate and it's my inability to get back to normal and that is a perfect Uh, example of it like why can't i keep thoughts inside my head anymore they just fly out my mouth like I've got a freaking slingshot and any thought <laughs> that comes into my brain, I just go, <laughs> why? Dana, I can relate to you so much. And I'm telling you, we both have experienced this. And when I see people that I'm not in regular contact with, which is a very limited handful of people, I have diarrhea at the mouth and I'm a lunatic. And Same. I'm like, oh, I can see in their face that they're like, oh, she's crazy. She's crazy. And then also I've tried to tell myself, so I saw some friends the other night for an outdoor movie screening of a friend mm-hmm. of mine's film. And I, it was a very small group of us. There were maybe eight of us. Okay. I knew everyone very well. Yeah. Uh, come up to some of my guys who I'm super close to was in Sunday company with, you know, Ian, Britt, mm-hmm. uh, well, Britt was the husband of Jen, my friend, Jen, Dennis Gubbins, people we've known for years. Like a couple decades, right? Yep. Well, awesome Dana Powell comes walking in and just says what's in her brain. Hi, guys. Like little chatty chats. How are you doing? Good, good. Just want to let you know. I'm crazy. I I told myself before I came here, Dana, less (laughs) is more. Okay, just saying that out loud is weird. They all looked at me and went, oh, okay. I was already at maximum Dana. The first sentence out of my mouth, thinking that I'm tempering. Let's do more. I want to let you guys know I'm going to be on my good behavior. Stop it. Right the second I saw them, I literally, well, figuratively, I said to them, I'm fucking crazy. (laughs) Right off the bat. Less is more. Less is more, Dana. And Dana cannot less. I'm just telling you. Uh, Amazing. (laughs) I love that your subconscious just flew out of your mouth. And it does that with everyone. And then on top of it, my phone also is crazy because your phone is kind of you and learned your language, I guess you know, whatever. So a friend of ours, Jason Schilmer was like, Hey, I think it's about time for a coffee catch up. Right. Uh He has a podcast and we talk about, 
about things like that sometimes, whatever. We both have kids and I haven't seen him since before the pandemic. And we used to have coffee once in a while to talk about podcast stuff, learning from each other. I love Jason. I haven't seen him in years. So he's like, we should have coffee catch up. And I said, I should just read the text exchange. (laughs) Do it. He would be like, Tina, why are you sharing our conversations? He doesn't sound crazy. So, you know, he won't care. I'm thinking we're due for a coffee date. I said, I'm down for coffee anytime. I'll know my schedule later. I'll text you, you know, be mentally prepared, you know. And I said, I will be ready. Telling myself less is more these days. So I won't vernal, V-E-R-N-A-L diarrhea all over you i hope clown face i i can't wrote back asterisk verbal verbal diarrhea and he wrote back and this last thing said between us i'd prefer vernal (laughs) i cannot (laughs) i just cannot be a normal person Now, I'm going to share a story with you. I think we all are having that awkwardness when we're seeing more people. You know, my son's back in school and he's having some like, oh, it's crazy in here. There's people. Mm -hmm. He's an only child and he's been with me for two years. So, (laughs) you know, like it's a different kind of crazy. He's used to my crazy. But then (laughs) you get a whole classroom full of Of kids. So I think we're all used to that. But for Dana, I'm talking in third person as if I'm a, I'm, I'm a normal and I'm talking about some other human. But it's me, very clearly, okay? Dana is often extra everything. It's just extra. Also, simultaneously, her brain says not enough, never enough, never enough. Not nice enough, not good enough, not work hard enough, not enough. But then in every way, not cool, way too much. <laughs> So it's even seeped into my ability to not just talk like a normal human, but behave like a normal human. And and I'll get to that right now. Uh, (laughs) My son has very generous grandparents who love to really encourage his video game talents. Okay. So this year for Christmas, we got a virtual reality Oculus headset. Which, for those of you who don't know, it's a little headset you put on like glasses and it's mind blowing, at least to me, because I guess maybe I'm old and not into that kind of stuff. But like a lot of people love Beat Saber. There's all these popular games people are playing that's in the, the public consciousness. But for Dana, she really loves to go fishing because I don't have to hurt animals. And that's something I loved doing when I was a kid and stopped because ouchie. You're not going to convince me that they don't feel it and it's not traumatizing. I just can't believe it. I'm sorry. (laughs) So I do it on virtual reality. So peaceful. It feels like you're at the location you're at every 25 Mm -hmm. minutes in one of my nighttime fishies. Fireworks. Come on. I put my phone down beside me. It's like I'm in the late 90s, early 2000s and I got a a boombox or a DVD player beside (laughs) me. It's just so peaceful. Can't tell you how many castles abandoned and tourable that I've toured. I also went for a a walk in Tokyo one day. That's really cool. It's mind blowing. Okay. So a bunch of my dude friends are real good (laughs) at it. Okay. And they're so sweet to me. One of which is our friend Jay. Now, let me tell you about Jay. Jay is one of the coolest MFers you'll ever meet. I'm just (laughs) going to put it out there. Okay. He's 
super talented artistically. He has acted in his own film before. And I was like, oh, my God, you also act? Wow, God really hates me. Uh, Technology-wise, he's amazing. He's an incredible animator, incredible artist. He just got a 3D printer. He's probably going to change the world, whatever. Also, blushingly handsome. Okay? Just so cute. (laughs) I tell him flat to his face, I want to flirt with you today. Uh, Okay. And he's always like, oh my God. Oh my God. So anyway, it's no secret that he's cool. So he calls me one night. He's like, hey, let's get on VR. I'm going to teach you how to play this mini golf that the guys play together. So cool. You can do like a gothic place. You can do like a cherry blossom garden. There's hidden balls. It's whatever. You guys wouldn't understand it because you can't see it. Dana, calm down. (laughs) What happened was I had gone out to a rooftop bar with our friend Kate and had two glasses of rosé, okay, at five o'clock, let's say. Then I came home, had some food, got Henry settled. Jay was like, you want to play? Garrett's going to come on and play, which is another dude friend of ours. (laughs) I don't know why I'm specifying dude, but because I feel like I humiliated the female. uh, (laughs) So we're playing. I'm not good at mini golf in real life, let alone virtual reality. They're helping (laughs) me find all the balls. They know where the balls are. They're like, Dana, pick this up. Dana, here's a secret. Dana, right? Also, I wasn't aware that my avatar, because it's set up under Dan Tipton's account, is the scariest bald-looking mannequin alien person I've ever seen in my life with glasses. Like, they all look exactly like themselves. They look exactly like themselves. And my friend Garrett even made other avatars that was like other Dan Smiley, who's another one of our friends that plays. And it looks like him except he's green. Or Evil Jay. And it's like him, but he's got a full Fu Manchu and (laughs) is blue. You know, they're so good at it. So we're playing. I'm terrible. I'm the last one to get it in every time. So to entertain themselves, they're flying around. You can apparently fly your head. So they tell me how to do it. And I go up in the sky. I look down at them. I'm flying. And I go, nope, nope, not for me. Not for me. Okay. That's our first clue, Dana. First clue. Okay. Playing a little longer. Dana feels her tummy go, "Mm -mm. me no likey, Dana. Okay. But instead of being a normal human and saying, Hey, guys, I'm not feeling well. I didn't want to embarrass myself. Oh, Jessica. That vomit came up in. Why do I have such a history of vomit, by the way? Somebody literally just messaged I have been in the room with you. Vomit. (laughs) Ever since I had a baby, I just puke. Like, if you say the word puke to me, I go, come on. I'm just gagging already. Smell something stinky. Like, I wanted to go into the medical profession. (laughs) Can you imagine if I had been like this nurse or whatever? Like, let's just pretend I was successful. And then I had a baby and I was like, guess I can't do this anymore. I'll puke all over you. Come on. So instead of saying, guys, time for Dana to tap out. She's not as good at this as you are. My mouth filled with vomit that I was like squishy the chipmunk. You know, squishy. You know, the vomit cheeks. Okay. I'm still on headset with them, okay? And I can't figure out how to hang up because I'm filled with vomit and terrified it's going to come out of my nose, okay? (laughs) And it's so full. It's starting starting to seep down the corner. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. But I could tell that it was weighty. And if I opened my mouth, they were going to hear it splat on the ground, okay? Oh, my God. In my stupid head, 
I was like, get as close to the ground as you can and let it fall out of your face. I cannot. So they can hear it. I cannot. So Jay said, he texts me later. He's like, where'd you go? I'm like, I puked. I, I puked. And he goes, oh, did you just throw your headset down? Because this is what video is good for, because I'm going to show you what he said. Oh he goes, God. because all of a sudden we just saw you going like this. <laughs> and he goes, I thought maybe you just set your headset down. And I go, no, no, no. That was really me on all fours, getting my head as close to the ground as I could so you wouldn't hear my vomit plop out of my uh, mouth. <laughs> I finally ripped the headset off. And he got more data. Thank <laughs> God. And I'm trying to get it away from me so they can't hear me because once I, oh no, data. Once it uh, once it was on the floor, the girth of it and the weight and the amount was very unproportionate to everything oh, I had eaten that day. God. I don't understand where it came from. Oh my god. And not only was I like crying because I cry when I puke, <laughs> I was also laughing hysterically, screaming at Dan, I vomited! And he wouldn't come in the room. <laughs> oh, also just I don't want to say bad things about my husband but I also full front face ran into the front door hard and he didn't come check on me the same night? <laughs> yes the same Dana. Night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to them it just looked like my head was slowly going down I, on the ground and it was it really was slowly going but like you can't more... hear each other right like yes with... you can that's why I didn't want them to hear my vomit splat on the floor so they, they didn't hear, hear you throw up they didn't because I didn't throw it out of my mouth until I got close to the floor <laughs> I cannot but like this. I would like to think in normal times I would have been like guys I'm not feeling good right? it, would I I would have ripped it off and just whatever and then Run. text after the fact sorry I'm out uh, but, but if I was them, I would have been concerned because I would have been like, what the? I thought we were having fun. Did I say something? Well, they did text me. But Jay never told Garrett. And I'm convinced that Garrett is going to make a puking Dana avatar. But I can't not talk about it. It's too funny. Which also makes me weird. <laughs> what has happened to me? I've always been a weirdo. I revel in it. I celebrate it. It's what makes me me. Uh... But this is a lot. What's happening right now? Yes. When I say to people after not seeing them for two years and I'm right in front of their face, less is more. That's what I told myself. Something's wrong. I can't. Anyway, I just wanted to rant about how full blown crazy I apparently am. I can see it from the outside and I just can't seem to fix it. Oh my <laughs> I hope someone can relate. But you know what? Acknowledgement is the first step of a problem. <laughs> I hope someone can relate, but I'm not going to be shocked if they can. Uh, of course they can. <laughs> I, I'm probably, like I said, a little too much. Every, everybody's probably got their different levels of verbal diarrhea or vernal, vernal diarrhea, whatever that is. But <laughs> I, I, I'm ranting because I have forgotten how to behave the minimal oh, amount of normal that Dana Powell used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Rant over. Oh, I, just... I am here for it. <laughs> well, 
I have a very short, not sweet rant for today. I had something else planned, but I'm, I'm pushing that to our next recording. Oh, yes, because, you said that. Yeah. Um, of what happened. And man, when you started talking about fishing, I'm like, what a what a perfect segue. Oh, was it? Was it? Kismet? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Alan. Okay, guys. Oh, Alan. So, <laughs> I have not been sleeping well at all. And Alan says, like, I toss and turn a lot at night lately and stuff. I would like to help no. you with that. Please let me help you with that. Let's get you a CPAP. Moving I on. I know. I know. I know. So last night I woke up in the middle of the night and I got up to go to the bathroom. And when I did, I felt like my pajama pants were like stuck to my leg. And I was like, what the? Oh. It like, there was like a weird pulling sensation. Sure. And I was like, the hell? And so I pulled the pants and then I was like, Ow. And not to be gross, but I was like, did I have a bug bite, a pimple, something like on my inner thigh that my pants were stuck to? What the hell just happened? It was something that I haven't ever experienced before and not in that area. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, what the hell? Wake up again a couple of hours later. I'm like, geez, what is happening here? Again? Pardon me for being so suggestive. Went in the bathroom, pulled my pants down, hiked my leg up unacceptable I picked my leg up and i'm like <laughs> what is happening and i okay. don't see anything that is causing my pants to feel like they're pulling your skin right? yeah pun intended well dana right before we started recording i decided to get out of my pajamas and put on some regular clothes mm -hmm. and i felt it again i'm like what the hell and i i don't know what i did but i reached my hand up to see if there was something outside of the pants i don't know why this didn't occur to me at three in the morning dana hmm. well i'm about to show you what can you see this i can see something i can't Do you tell see what a, a red thing you see that yeah that's a fishing hook okay in what your pants in my pants in my almost crotch, an inch from it. <laughs> That's what kept poking me and catching my skin and my pants all night. Oh, Jessica. Does Let he want you, you does he want you to pierce your clit? Was this a hint? Explicit. Explicit. I am dumb. <laughs> I just muted myself to cough out that laugh. <laughs> Let me explain something to you. This thing, that barb looks so small. This is a, a, a hook on the thinner side. I can't get it out. That's how barbs work, right? Right. I right. can't get it out this way or that way. So Which, he's going to have to get- That's why I don't fish. Because his, you got to rip it out. Yes. He's going to have to get his wire cutters and cut it and pull it out from each side. Now, let me tell you something. <laughs> I love my husband very much. And I think it's very cute that he is obsessed with fishing. He goes yes. every chance he can. He doesn't have anyone that wants to fish with him. He drives up the coast an hour every week I love to fish fishing. by himself, right? I love it. You know, Henry, he said he would take Henry. Henry yes. really wants to go fishing. No, we yeah. have to. Especially yeah. like we're going to have a day trip and go up to like Ventura or something. Oh, to the that'd pier. be lovely. Yeah. So he likes to practice like tying knots, like doing knot techniques and stringing his hooks together and making these like habiki rigs. It's like a Japanese style where it's like five hooks on one thing and you oh. cast off and you can get multiple fish and all that. Wow. 
So there's been several times where I just see like a ball of hooks and I'm like, why is this just sitting on your desk? And he's like, why is it bothering you? I said, because (laughs) it's a ball of hooks. Yeah. That's why I'm not trying to act like your mother, but that is dangerous Mm -hmm. and that could catch up. Do I need to go further? No. It clearly caught on to my crotch. (laughs) Not sure how. Also, I don't know if it came off of something. These pants, I did laundry last night. These were my, these are my favorite softest pants ever. Of course. Murphy's Law. Uh Right fresh out of the laundry i can't imagine the hole that's going to be in them once we get this hook out and i'm gonna have to darn it like a tattered sock in 1852 because i'm not getting rid of these pants no i i mean do you see what i'm saying like there's certain things and i find especially that men like to argue about that it's like i'm not trying to nag you or nitpick i just don't want to sleep with a fish hook in my crotch Thank you. (laughs) I get that. I think a lot of women would feel that way. (laughs) I'm like, I don't even care if you want to keep them on your desk, but you can't go get a little Tupperware container. I mean, buy one, but we have plenty downstairs. And could you do me the courtesy to keep it in that container with the lid on? And then when you want to play hook time and try your knot techniques, you go for it in that area and you don't move them anywhere else. You don't get up and start walking around and dropping barbs everywhere. And I'm surprised I didn't get that hook in my finger because I felt it and I go, oh my God, is this a staple? How did a staple get in between my pants? And at first I also thought it was like a burr. Those things we used to call hitchhikers. Yes. I thought it was that. And again, I'm like, I guess this was on something in our shared laundry machine in my apartment building. And it got onto my clothes. No, it is a fishing hook that pulled at me all night. Oh my god! Look at that. I see it. I just kept, um, that is my rant. Okay, I am <laughs> furious, and I'm leaving it just like this, so I can yeah. show him when he gets home. And how are you going to approach this conversation initially? Do you think it would be fun if you tried to see how a hook felt to you the way it does to a fish. Uh And he would probably say, I like fishing, Jessica. Why are you trying to get me to quit fishing? And then I'm going to have him lay down and I'm going to say, let me just fix your pants for a second. Uh I'm going to put a hook in there. Jessica! (laughs) That's my guest! (laughs) I feel like we as a community have to advise you against that. I also know that he's going to go like that. Like, if it was me, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. He's going to go like this. <laughs> sorry. sorry. He's going to have this little laugh, gremlin laugh. And he's so and cute. Go, what are you going to do? Yeah, and then he's going to go, sorry. <laughs> I mean, sorry. You got to take better care of your hooks. <laughs> we, does he wake Also, up? apparently I have the skin of a rhino because – why that is not embedded into my thigh Thank is God, because it was yes. poking me plenty. And I'm telling you, I was like, ow. <laughs> <laughs> All night with a freaking fish hook digging I mean, into my inner thigh an inch from my crotch. We definitely don't fall asleep and our husbands wake up with earrings in their thighs. Thank you. <laughs> Which is even less dangerous because they're not barbed. <laughs> it's unreal. It's unreal. 
He also keeps his knives open, which drives me crazy. Like his little knives that he'll take when he goes fishing or like a buck knife, which is kind of like a utility knife. Oh, he keeps knife. them open? Yeah, because I said, why is that open? He's like, yeah. I don't know. I'm not even going to try to My dad taught us very young. Well, you got to close your pocket. We'll have a corrections corner. But he said to me it was something about the keeping it open and the mechanism. I, I can't. It's all irrelevant. Close your knives. Put your hooks away. Go That's be an outdoorsman. But it's like you take more time, make and rightfully so. Like Alan is one of those people who, when he he gets really upset when he's on the pier or whatever, and finds like people will cut their line and just and leave, leave. You know all that yes, crap. I that's litter, that and that's so harmful to the animals. Absolutely, yeah. He picks up line. He always like makes sure if his thing gets caught, he's had to go down and get and yank. Uh, what do you call it? Like go down and cut the line, like if it's caught on the grass or whatever. Like he does what he can and he's very, very clean and fastidious when he's out on the fishing sites. I'm like, but not in you your wanna bed. take that kind of not in your bed though. <laughs> Thank you. Like, I wish you were half as cautious at home with your tackle box that's bigger than any caboodle I ever had. <laughs> Keep your hooks and those in the tackle cheap. box. They're not cheap a tackle box. No. Listen, now we're getting in the weeds. Let's he has just a special not... bag for his tackle box. And you'll love wow. the name of the company. It's called Ugly Stick. I think it's S-T-I-K. You know, <laughs> an ugly stick. Did Larry the Cable Guy name that fishing line? Well, it's just, if you have dangerous hobbies, you have to be a little careful. Like, you love paper. He's not going to wake up with paper cuts all over his, his body. Thank you. <laughs> Or, God forbid, what? You're going to wake up in a bed of crinkled paper cushioning your fall? You should be so lucky. <laughs> yeah, you should be so lucky. But you are going to wake up with a pierced clit one day. <laughs> God forbid. Oh, Lordy. <sighs> Rant over. We need a cleansing breath. I got to yeah, cleanse myself. I got to cleanse a cleansing myself. breath and a cleansing alcohol wipe for my thigh. Oh my! So God. I don't get tetanus. I just got my tetanus shot last week. You did? I did, and my pneumonia shot. Oh, Mimo, that's Mimo, good. Mimo. And I get to make an appointment for my first colonoscopy. Oh yeah! I'll take you to it. It's really nothing, and that's I'm really what glad Tintin you're said. Doing that. Except it's... that he said the prep for it is the worst. You'll probably the prep do. Sucks. Yeah, the which prep I puke all fun. the time. I puke on VR with my friends. So yeah, I probably will. Thanks for the heads up. The prep is just the drink is what's awful. Yes, okay, which like will it's a nasty drink. The actual yeah. procedure, you will not know it before, during, or after. He said I'm not it's joking. like a. He said it's like a nap. Yes, you said. wake up. There's no recollection of any of it. Also, there's no feeling. It's not like oh that hurt. Now I feel the ramification. Uh uh-uh. uh It's wonderful, and I'm gonna say this again. It's wonderful. Brought it up. It's wonderful, meaning that you don't know what happened or feel anything. <laughs> okay, but. They have now lowered the age for screening to yes, 45, they have. y'all. That's why I'm please, doing it. Please get it. It is, again, something early detection is key. I'm yeah. so grateful that I did it. My nurse practitioner at a GI I was seeing for, I was having like awful reflux and whatever. They were going to do a procedure to make sure everything was okay. I had an endoscopy, which goes down the throat. Right, And right. she goes, you know do throw in a colonoscopy and at first i thought oh what is this add-on service at a retail store i said not really (laughs) do i need to i mean she goes well i mean you're a little young for it and by a little 
I mean, not really. It was a few years from 50. And she right. goes, I go, okay, I'm sorry for saying that. I go, if you were me, would you have it? She said, 100%. She goes, number one, they're telling people to get a baseline screening earlier. And she said, second of all, you're already going to be out with, yep. with anesthesia. Yep. So you need to have this as a preventative measure. It's not like I was 30 and she's doing it 20 years earlier. Right. She goes, just, I would do both at one time to give yourself peace of mind, if nothing else. And I said, absolutely. You're absolutely right. And I couldn't be happier that I did it because I, I got the results for both. And then I was cleared for five years. Correct. You know? I, out of the people I know who have done it already, almost all of them had some sort of polyp. Yes. I had a couple of polyps. Exactly. That, that eventually could have led to cancer. That's right. So, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, just do it. Yes. If you can, just do it. Yep. That, also, and you, you don't know how... feel that, thank God. It's not like if you have something removed yeah, no, uh -uh. physically or from the top of your skin. There's no feeling from that yeah, either. The, so. And there's no pain afterwards, dancing yep. or anything like that. So once again, I derailed us to something about Cleansing breath. Cleansing breath. Not Dana's poop shoot. Here we go. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, also, you know how we've been like freaking out because I'm supposed to take our friend Jay out for a thank yes, you lunch at noon. Yes. He just texted me that he's not done with his work either. So we're rescheduling. So phew, thank you, Jay. Hilarious. <laughs> I still do have a meeting, unfortunately. Okay, okay. We'll get going. We'll get going. Uh, we like to take a cleansing breath because we rant at the top of the show. Sometimes it's unimportant things. Kind of like today. I mean, nobody really cares if I'm puking everywhere. But people probably should care if your vagina is getting pierced. Anyway, okay. neither here or there. <laughs> we just like to rant out small frustrations, sometimes big ones that are serious. And then we like to take a cleansing breath where we take a deep breath in, we blow out all the bad and use the rest of the show to fill up with some funny, some goodness, some good news stories, and a couple of raves. If you can scream it out, they say that's really great for you. If you can't, just promise me you'll take a breath. It'll feel good, I swear. Indeed. Um, nobody's going to know. Let it be our little secret. That's right. <laughs> okay, ready? Yes. Deep breath in. And... Ah. ah, that felt nice. It really what are you did. doing? Um, you looked it. at me weird, did it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> once again, Dana brings out the awkward. You're welcome. Well, we had a, a real uh, lightning flash of intelligence, Dana informed me that I have the option to mute myself and I wish I had known that three years ago or thought to do it. <laughs> but now instead of you hearing me or <coughs> or any of that, now I know y'all saw me blowing my nose multiple times. Look, I'm allergic <laughs> to everything on the Yeah, planet. it's not your fault. But uh I've been muting myself and I hope you noticed with last week's recording, you don't hear really any sniffles if I may say so, because I muted that shit out. Good yeah. job. Good job, Jessica. Mm -hmm. Also, your mic's right in front of your face. You guys, we're learning and growing. Another newsflash, yep. Instead of we're me doing like growing. this, like I'm some kind of DJ trying to spin <laughs> records and I have it out to the side as I'm playing the drums like Don Henley. I mean, it's out of control. <laughs> oh, man, I can't. Listen, we're growing. We're trying to grow. Yes. Uh, speaking of that... 
you know, all of this awkwardness that you guys are having to listen to is because we want to grow. Jessica and I, we've been, it's coming up on three years. We've been doing this podcast. It's very meaningful to us. We've got something coming up in the next few weeks, hopefully that we get to share with you that has to do with this amazing community that we've built. And we just want it to grow. We feel like it's important to allow people to be normal, but then also learn and grow about good stuff happening in the world. And, and bring that to our own homes, our own towns, whatever mm-hmm. we can. And it's not I and just myself and Jessica, it's our listeners. These yes. people have taught us so much, brought so much to our attention. They love us and let us be crazy people on these microphones and come back every week. So in saying that, and I know you've been hearing it, but it's for real this time, Jessica and I are really legitimately working on growing our show, yes. starting a Patreon mm-hmm. and it's all because of you guys, because yes. we want to get out what you're doing for the world. So that stuff is coming. That being said, Jessica, would you like to tell people how to get a hold of us? Yes, please. Uh, again, we've had so many people writing in lately, which is nice. So like awesome. Uh, and it makes please. us feel like somebody's really listening. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We love hearing from you no matter what it is. And uh, again, we say this constantly probably on a weekly basis we have a ton of listeners who have truly become our friends that we've never met i never thought i would be like oh you don't know them you just met online no there's people that i feel like are my friends yes and that i talk to regularly and i really do hope that one day we're in the same stratosphere so please find us on instagram i'm gonna say always i mean you're gonna have lots of options instagram dana and i are both big fans of and we're both yeah i don't i haven't been on twitter for years at this point or or facebook i'm on facebook and our page is on facebook dana does not use facebook anymore but you can find me on instagram and you can dm me and leave messages real dana powell you can find me at jess the jess b young 1975 i'm actually at i am dana powell Oh, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't know. Who's the- and I'm not the just be young either. What is wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know. I'm rubbing off on you. <laughs> at I am Dana Powell at Jess B Young 1975 yeah. and at the Rants and Raves podcast. We are case sensitive. The Rants and Raves podcast. That is our call sign like Viper from Top Gun yeah. on Instagram and Facebook. On Twitter at raves underscore the. You can email us directly at the rants and raves podcast at gmail.com. You can also go to the contact button on our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Thank you. <laughs> are you exhausted? I am. I know. I don't blame you. All right. Are we ready for corners? Let's do it. Here we go. I have a what the what corner. Mm hmm. I have things to say about it. Okay. Are we ready? Uh Uh-huh. Here we go. This is from patch.com. I don't know what that means. It looks like a A local news source. I was going to say it's a Studio Studio City City. Patch. How about that? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, City News Service. It doesn't have the name of the author. I don't know why. But anyway, you can know where to find it. Here we go. Family alleges Costco meal was full of live worms in L.A. lawsuit. Okay. According to a lawsuit filed by San Dimas physician, fish purchased from a local Costco and served to his family was crawling with worms. 
A physician and his family are suing Costco Wholesale Corp, alleging that frozen halibut they bought from a San Dimas store in 2021 contained live worms that were crawling in the product after being cooked and eaten by their 13-year-old daughter. Dr. Fahid Berdijas and his wife, the couple's 10-year-old son and daughter, are the plaintiffs in the Los Angeles Superior Court lawsuit, alleging negligence, breach of warranty products, liability, failure to warn, and violation of the state unfair competition law. The plaintiffs seek at least $200,000 in damages. A Costco representative did not immediately reply to a request for comment. They bought a package of Kirkland Fresh Wildlife Pacific Halibut Filet last March 18th from Costco store on Lone Hill Avenue, and it cooked it the same day. After the parents consumed some of the fish themselves, then they shared it with their daughter. I don't know why they had to eat first, but okay. (laughs) Didn't you find that weird? Yes. As their daughter started to pick through the harmful product with her fork, numerous lime wor- live worms crawled out, <laughs> according to the suit, which additionally states the couple's son was also present. Okay, your daughter ate it. Or no, you ate it, and you didn't notice any worms. Uh-huh. And then your daughter picked at it with a fork and saw mm-hmm. numerous live crawling worms. Is there a video of this? No, was my first least, question. Well, and there's no pictures in the article, so I was like, "What?" Plaintiffs, like understandably, who, they they exp- wait. What? Like the person who tried to pretend like there were shrimp tails in their cinnamon toast crunch, and it wasn't. Oh well, the plaintiffs understandably <laughs> experienced severe emotional distress. Mm. I don't know. I mean, have you never seen Naked and Afraid? Have you never <laughs> watched Bear Grylls? There's a lot of protein in them worms. If you ever uh, stranded. Take the needles from a pine tree and boil them as a tea, and that will give you vitamin C. Whoa. That's something I learned. Bless there. me. <laughs> I just need <laughs> Also, you can drink elephant pee if you need to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the family believes Costco has known about this defect and failed to warn consumers that employees in, in Costco food sections, including those in charge, do not have adequate knowledge and training in food safety. How are you going to assume that? What? How are you going to assume that they've known there's worms in their fish? And also, where's all the other people who had worms in their fish? Thank you. Look, Uh, anything's possible with food, and we know that. I will say this, and I'm not trying to defend Costco. I mean, I guess I am. They're apparently tip-top as far as their quality of meat, seafood. They are known for that. And how they treat their employees. Yes. I don't know. I, I just, I'm like, not why? saying it's not possible, but. It is possible. But if you're saying that they have, what was the wording that I said? Believes that they've known about this defect and failed to warn consumers and employees are not trained properly. Wouldn't that have come out at some point in the last year? Where they say a hundred people. Found uh, worms found in worm, their fish. Of course. One out of the millions and millions of fillets that they're selling. Every day. And also, also you are swordfish is known for worms, not halibut. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, okay. But also, <laughs> you already put me on notice when you were like, we eat before our children and make them watch. I'm sorry. <laughs> the plane's not going down. You didn't need to put your mask on before First? assisting others. No. I would say most days, at some point during the night, I'm like, why am I starving? I ate. Oh, no, I didn't. I fed Henry. <laughs> Like, I forget to eat. And boy, I think you can look at me and tell I love me some foods. <laughs> Shut up. But I forget to eat because I just, 
I make his dinner. Yes. And then I'm like, I don't want what he's having or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just forget that I haven't eaten because I've went through the process of making dinner. Yep. I would never eat in front of my child and then give them my leftovers. (laughs) Anyway, that's that corner. It is definitely a what the what. I'm not sure I believe you. (laughs) Hilarious. I didn't read your corner. I saw the the link title and I was Mm -hmm. like, "Mm -hmm, I'm going to let this be a surprise. We'll see what happens. Hilarious. Okay, so this is another funny kismet thing. I had literally just put this in the outline. And at the same time, our friend Sarah sent me this article. And I was like, I the can't same article? Uh-huh. Oh my God, funny. This is from CNN. This literally just happened. Uh, this is by Megan Marples. Jessica. Yes. May I pause you for one second? Yes. Will you check and see if your icicle is plugged in? Yes. Now you're seeing some behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Hold on. Why can't I? Oh, dear God. <laughs> Is this interesting to watch? Well, okay. There we go. I don't know why it took me so long to realize that, but yes. Sorry. Now I feel now you sound amazing. Okay. Okay. I bet I'm going to sound for once really faint because my computer is quite far away from me. And apparently I was that's what's say, been recording. I use all of a sudden I was like, she sounds soft and echoey. That's not what is somebody normal. kill me now. Well, that's just going to make all the editing easier, Jessica. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I don't know how to correct that. <laughs> I might have to do that for you. I'll oh, do my God. best. I'll do my best. <laughs> All right. Uh, 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 testing one, two. <laughs> oh my God. Ooh. All right. It's like we've never done this for seven years, Dana. Correct. Good they Lord. They should have named the boom microphone after me. <laughs> I know it came out probably before I was ever born. Okay. CNN, Megan Marples, March 8th. Giant venomous spiders infiltrated the southeastern U.S. and are expected to spread rapidly. Okay. I'm sorry, what? I don't like where this is going. Well, it seems like she hired David Moyer to write the first no. line No, no. Itsy Bitsy Spider climbed up the water spout and all across the East Coast. I don't like that. I don't approve of it. And I'm rejecting it. <laughs> I read an article yesterday about, I'm sorry to derail for half a second, but there was a truck stolen in Denver that was filled with um, Uh, human heads, heads cadaver heads. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And the article was so filled with puns that I made, it made me legitimately angry. Angry. Because it's not funny. That's disgusting. And that's horrifying. awful. Okay. Sorry. I just had to go there. In this case, the spider in question is not so little. (laughs) According to Benjamin Frick, co-author of a study of the Joro, or Joro, it's J-O-R-O with an accent, a hash mark over the O, the last O. Why am I reading to you an accent? The study of the Joro spider species published in the journal Physiological Entomology. (laughs) It's a great read. You should pick one up at your local newsstand. (laughs) Joro spiders, or Trichonophila clavata, can grow up to four inches in length, about the size of the palm of your hand. I just saw a picture. If you're watching video, you just saw my face 
yeah, you just it's big. Enter my head. Shut <laughs> up! And it's so brightly colored, it's terrifying. I know. And they could spread into the northeastern U.S. He said. With spindly legs and a striking black, yellow, and gray striped abdomen, the spiders are native to southeastern Asia, but already spread nearly a decade ago to the southeastern U.S. with its warm climate, (sighs) said Frick, an undergraduate ecology student at the University of Georgia in Athens. Woo, UGA. That's from my neck of the woods. Okay. (laughs) In his research, Frick determined that the Joro spider can exist in colder climates, too which is why a spread to the Northeast is possible. They are not a threat and there is no data to prove they are harmful to environments where they're moved, where they've moved. In light of this, people should not embark on spider genocide. All this would achieve is the needless killing of a beautiful animal. Oh, okay. That's no, good to remember. I know. No one knows exactly how the spiders originally traveled halfway across the world, but Frick suggested they likely came from a shipping container. Yes, that's how they got here. Yeah. yeah. Unless some creep had them in a test tube that somehow got through security. Yeah. I mean, there are animal collectors that that happens to. Yes. But, but still, you. It also, looks like- that's how the invasive mosquitoes that are eating us alive in LA came over. They think it's specifically from lucky bamboo plants which are one of the most popular things sold every grocery store has lucky bamboo plants for sale absolutely i have a bamboo a giant one in my bathroom that's where those little zebra mosquitoes came from they are not native to this continent and they bite like crazy repeatedly and they they're so aggressive but um crazy they come out you remember last week we had 80 degree days yes they were out. I know. Trust me, they were in my apartment again. Same, they were in my house. That's why I have carnivorous plants everywhere. I know. These arachnids have two modes of transportation ballooning, I'm sorry, and hitching a ride from people. Ah! Ballooning. Okay, now I remember this from Charlotte's Web, and I'm sure you all will too. Ballooning is when newly hatched spiderlings generate thin silk threads that they use as parachutes mm-hmm. to travel using wind. Remember mm-hmm. when Charlotte's babies did that? Mm-hmm. It's very resourceful and terrifying. <laughs> right? Yeah. While the spiders may only move a couple of miles. What? That's a long ways. Yes. They can go much farther with humans. They may attach themselves to a car or shipping container. Last summer, a UGA graduate student accidentally transported a Joro to Oklahoma, Frick oh, noted. Oh, God. The reality, you better watch out, Denise. Denise, my sister lives in Oklahoma. <laughs> the reality of the situation, though, is that for every spider that we might be seeing being transported, there are likely 10 more that evade detection. Wow. Last but not least, Joro spiders are venomous, meaning they can poison certain creatures like insects for a meal. According to Paula Cushing, senior curator of invertebrate zoology at the Denver Museum of Nature and Science, she was not involved in the study. Then However, stop talking. The, <laughs> right? <laughs> However, the spider's fangs are virtually incapable of breaking human skin. The only time they will bite a human or household pet is when they are actively being constrained. These spiders can be considered more of a nuisance as they build three-dimensional webs in open spaces, such as some hiking or biking paths. 
<laughs> the biggest danger to humans is that you might get a face full of lovely golden silk if you walk through the web. No, there's nothing lovely there's nothing about lovely. that. I don't mess with spiders. I, I leave them be. You know, we have those big wolf spiders out here. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And they make webs between trees. Yep. Well, uh, I you have... and I saw a ton of them once at the at place my peaceful by your place. House. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Well, I had one in my backyard one time and it had made a web from the garage over to my ficus. Yep. And I was just walking through and my friend was with me and he grabbed me and stopped me and I stopped short. That spider was in front and it, they're this big. Yes. They're completely also, harmless and absolutely terrifying. That like how you're talking Thick. about they build the web. Thick. It looks like, like 10 gauge fishing line. Yes. I saw one. I'm not kidding you from my neighbor next door's tree across to the top of the tree by my building. Oh, I, I believe like, you. What is that? Yeah. Now imagine something like a zip bright and colorful because everyone knows if something's bright and colorful in, in nature, stay away. Uh -huh. Something that colorful and the size of your palm. Yeah. No, thank no you. thanks. No, thank you. Mm -mm. I don't like spiders, but you know, I am at a point in my life where I don't want to kill. And so yes. I have these spiders that live under my table out on my, my patio and I move them, but they have babies and they're clear little babies and they want to be near my heater. And so I take a paper and I carry them out to the yard mm -hmm. or over the neighbor's fence. Uh <laughs> right? But the other night, Dan's standing there talking to me. We're just having a casual conversation. All of a sudden he's looks up and just goes, and I go, did you just murder? He goes, oh, yeah. I was like, don't just senselessly without thinking murder in front of me, please. I know. I don't like spiders, but that baby was just born and you, without even stopping your words, went me. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Joro can stay in Oklahoma. For, it for, sure can. It please. sure can. We got enough out here in L.A. We got plenty. Oh, we got those God. big old roach ants that are the size of your head. Like, no. Not, I can't with those. I know. We got enough. All right. Are we ready? Normally, for we would cut. If, see, if you're listening, I will cut this out. But if you're watching, you're going to see this in real time. We've got to hurry up with our uh, raves. I almost said here, rants. Oi, oi, oi. Let me, yeah, let me go ahead. Uh, this is what happens when we have fun, which is every time. I what know. are you what are you sorry for? Well, we get I carried wanna... away. We're like, we can do it. We're going to do this in 50 minutes. We'll be I... out. I just don't want you to be stressed. Okay, I'm going to go into my rave, okay? And this is a really Perfect. cool one. We've talked. I love it. This I was love awesome. It. I never so, heard of this. Me either. So my, I, I have a friend and acquaintance, Carrie Kinney Silver. You guys might know mm -hmm. her. She's a really wonderful actress uh -huh. from Reno 911, a whole oh, bunch yeah. of things. Um, she's also just an amazing human. She's so kind and lovely. And she is involved with this project, and we found it. Our, I found it on her Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's called Loopholes. You can find them at loopholesserial.com. It's not what you think. Here we go. Being able to regularly afford menstrual care, menstrual, I want to pronounce it right. 
Care, in addition to groceries, is something that is out of reach for far too many Americans. When money gets tight, one of the first things sacrificed is adequate menstrual care, which can lead to health risks, shame, and lost economic and educational opportunities. Without governmental action, such as expanding Medicaid benefits to cover these items or providing them free of charge at places like universities, libraries, and shelters, this will continue to be the case. We at Loopholes decided why wait for federal action and combine tampons and cereal into one glorious, technically federally funded SNAP eligible breakfast. Included with every box are five pieces of menstrual care divided between pads and tampons. While a typical cycle may require more or less, this is meant to represent the typical product needs of a period. All of Loophole's pads and tampons are generously provided by August. The products are 100% organic cotton because we believe that the menstrual care we provide to Loophole's fans should be the highest quality. The cereal itself was generously donated to the project by Off Limits and is plant-based, gluten-free, vegan, and delicious in case you were wondering. So please check them out, loopholescereal.com. This is a, a problem that we've known has been an issue in places like Africa, things like that, sure. but it's not often talked about here. I you know, have no we idea. have we have mentioned it with the, uh, the homeless mm-hmm. problem in, in congruence with the homeless problem. Yep. But this is something that's obviously affecting. I was reading an article about it and because I went to their website and stuff, and it was saying that there are girls here in America that do miss school. Because they don't have the proper care for their periods. Mm -hmm. That shouldn't be happening anywhere. And it definitely shouldn't be happening here. I'm sorry. You know, it was just International Women's Day. Not when you hear this. But um, Mm -hmm. this is something that needs to be rectified. If men had had periods. Listen, if men can get free boner pills, we (laughs) should be getting some period help. Okay. That's right. It's not a flaw. It's how we're made. And it's what brings babies into the world. So screw you. Yep. Also. How about bringing back those old school machines that used to be in bathrooms, like in a department store, make it free. And they're in every single school public bathroom with tampons and pads, period. Get free stock daily. As an adult, places that we work here in LA, one of the things I noticed when I moved here was bathrooms at places we worked or places I had meetings Mm -hmm. had free tampons. Yes. And that's wonderful. But like we we can get our tampons. Some people can't. That should be a practice everywhere, schools, Mm -hmm. libraries, just like they said. So they're getting around. They're finding some loopholes. I love it. And they're finding ways to help. And it's a perfect name for it. It's perfect. Loopholescereal.com. Check them out, guys. So cool. I love that. Me too. And you guys, this is exactly what we're talking about. Like it can be anything. And Dana found this through a friend's Instagram page. It can be a random thing, like a magazine you're flipping through, whatever. Yeah. We're here for it. Absolutely. This is a rave from a listener. I'm going to pull this up. This is from our friend Jill. She is a listener in Montreal, my She's wonderful. Birthplace. That's she Montreal said. for you normal people. <laughs> in La Belle Provence. Ooh, Jill said, hi there. I heard about this hotline today on the radio, and I knew I absolutely had to tell you girls about 100%, 100%. it. 100%. 100%. Given how terrible everything is feeling lately, these kids really have the right idea about trying to lift people's spirits. It really made me feel some joy and gratitude when it feels like the world is falling apart. 
I have family in Ukraine and the past week and a half, I've felt so helpless and useless knowing these kids are out there trying to lift everyone's spirits helps. Enjoy. So this is from NPR.org. Press three for a pep talk from kindergartners. A new hotline gives you options for joy. Amid a crush of heavy news from around the world, who couldn't use some sage advice right now? Call a new hotline and you'll get just that. Encouraging words from a resilient group of kindergartners. Kids' voices will prompt you with a menu of options. If you're feeling mad, frustrated, or nervous, press one. If you need words of encouragement and life advice, press two. If you need a pep talk from kindergartners, press three. If you need to hear kids laughing with delight, press four. For encouragement in Spanish, press five. Love it. Pressing three leads to a chorus of kids sounding off a series of uplifting mantras. Be grateful for yourself, offers one student. If you're feeling up high and unbalanced, think of groundhogs. Another chimes in. I cannot. So cute. I love the way kids think. I do too. How about this one? Bro, you're looking great. Thank you. Pep talk. (laughs) Pep talk spelled P-E-P-T-O-C as the free hotline is called, is a project from the students of Westside Elementary, a small school in the town of Heldsburg, California. It was put together with the help of teachers Jessica Martin and Ashera Weiss. Martin, who teaches the arts program at the school, says she was inspired by her students' positive attitudes despite all they've been through. The pandemic, wildfires in the region, and just the everyday challenges of being a kid. I thought, you know, with this world being as it is, we all really need to hear from them, their extraordinary advice, and their continual joy. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that so much. Uh, I say that all the time when I see children being happy or just at a park or laughing. I'm like, I wish that I had half of that abandoned, thrown to the wind, and just laughing. Remember when running through a sprinkler felt like the coolest thing in the world? Yes gave you joy. Martin said she spoke with her class about the idea of art as a kind of social practice, a conversation to contribute to the world and something we can all learn from. Their creativity and resourcefulness is something that we need to emulate because that level of joy and love and imagination is what's going to save us in the end. Yes. I love it. God, I love it. It's so cute. I'm calling it by the way later when I need to, when I'm not working. Martin says she hopes the hotline will give callers a little respite from whatever they're going through, which judging from the thousands of calls the hotline gets each day is quite a lot. Two days after launching the hotline on February 26th, she said they were up to 700 calls per hour. Per hour. Wow. That's when this went viral. And it's really testament that we all stole a lot of healing to do. And you know, with the current situation in Ukraine and all the other terrors and sadness that we all carry, it's really important that we continue to hold this light. Absolutely. She said it's also a testament to fostering the arts in schools, noting that Westside doesn't have much of an arts program after a massive budget cut this year. Mm. Always the first to go. I know. And it's heartbreaking. Art is powerful. It makes change. Yes. Clearly, this is a perfect example. Absolutely. So the next time you need a little boost, dial pep talk, P-E-P-T-O-C at 707-998-8410. That's 
800-800-8410. To help support the program's hotline fees, you can click here to donate. We'll post a link to this article in our show notes. Martin said that any surplus funds will go to the school's enrichment programs. Wonderful. Fantastic. I love Thank that you so much. So much for sending that into us, Jill. Thank you so much. You guys share that with your friends. Sometimes it's hard for us to reach out to someone we feel ashamed or embarrassed about how we're feeling or like we don't want to put it on somebody else. That's okay. Call this mm-hmm. hotline. I guarantee Absolutely. you it's going to lift your spirits. That's right. I love it so much. Me too. Our raves this week were incredible. So Thank good. You. Thank mm-hmm. you to Carrie for putting that on our yes. Instagram and thank you to Jill for sending that in. Uh, also, I just want to say quickly that we're thinking about your family in yep. Ukraine. We stand with Ukraine. It's Absolutely. not right what's happening. I'm hoping by the time this comes out, she has more information about her family that's <sighs> there, know. but we are praying and holding you all in our hearts. Yes, we are. Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. Tell one more time how to get a hold of us, and I yes. will get a quick point to ponder, and we're out. Great. Please find us and write to us at The Rants and Raves Podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at raves underscore the. You can send us an email anytime, the Rants and Raves Podcast at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com, and hit the contact button, and we will get your message that way as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jessica. Love you dearly. Love Uh, you, lady. I'm going to give you a point to ponder, make you feel a little better about yourself, maybe. And then we'll be back again next week. Jessica. Yes. Did you know that Alfred Hitchcock was frightened of eggs? What? Yeah. He said, considers himself an ovophobe, which is someone frightened of eggs. I'm I'm quote, I'm frightened of eggs worse than frightened. They revolt me. The white round thing without any holes. And then when you break it inside, there's that yellow thing round without any holes. I can't. Blood is jolly red, but egg yolk is yellow, revolting. So guys, as long as we're not terrified of eggs, we're we're doing all right. We'll be back next week. Indeed. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.